good? Play that shit. Yeah, I'm on. Sing along at home if you know the words. Bambaras come hey, and a bambaras go. That guy's such a soft voice. Hey, fatty bomba. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Plus a blood clot. for my ex-wife. Oh, not because you're so big and fat. Don't believe I'm afraid of that. <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> Welcome high to High on Trees. Yo, straight up, you've been talking about having an ex-fat wife and you've never been married. I've never but been you've married. said it so much that karmatically, you're going to have a big fat old wife, ex-wife. Uh, you say that she, like it's a bad thing. No, I, she, your ex-wife. ex-wife. She'll be fine when you get her, but after you're done with her, she's going to get fat. Yeah. The ex-wife, the ex-wife would be t- tough. But for me, I think I've always thought that true success of a relationship for me would be measured by... Um, the waist size of your girlfriend as it goes up but now it's like look if she's super into fitness and stuff like that that's cool but what i'm saying is like if my wife at a point in life wants to get super fat i don't care you don't care you're lying i don't care after like a good 10 years of like smoke show do you know what i'm saying no come on there has to be a limit for you she's like delivered like we got three kids she's the mother of my children I would you want don't nothing care? happier than like what you know whatever makes you happy. And if she's just like you know what I, I I'm a mom now. I'm you tired. Know, I don't want to exercise. I just want to eat pizza all day. I'll be like, do you, boo? You know what I mean? You're only saying that because you're not fat. As a fat guy, mm-hmm. I do not want to be with another fat girl. That's just you yes. ever had seen two fat people have sex? It's just yeah, fat part, energy. It's, too. it's just bellies slapping. No one wants to do the work. And we're both like, why can't you do the work? It's very, it's very negative. That's the only right reason why you wouldn't want a fat wife. It's just because like she wouldn't be like, I've already gone for a jog. She's more like, oh, I think it's gonna rain today. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's very fat energy. <laughs> you know, like and it's like not like it's like. You know, it's upset over silliness, like having to get up and move out of their seat or whatever. Yeah, you know? it's like I can see past the physical. Quite in fact, I actually would appreciate the curves. It's the energy, it's different, it's the but yo, energy of a, fat, a, that, a curvy that, fat that's girl, very politically correct. You know, absolutely. But it's different between a curvy fat girl and a fat girl who looks like a potato sack. That's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is like I'm not fat shaming because it's like I'd be happy to you know. To marry a girl that has tons of curves or to, to go on a date with one of them. I would not. So why it doesn't happen a lot is just because sometimes fat girls tend to be grumpier. <laughs> and so gross. I'm not saying anything about their physical <laughs> appearance. That's not gross. Their personality is Oh, gross. but it makes them gross. They have gross fat personalities. You know what it is? I knew this fat girl in high school. Mm-hmm. My ex, I used to hang out. What was out. her name? I don't want to say it. Name? I don't want to say it. What was her first and last but, name? No, listen. She used to hang out with my, with my ex a lot. Mm-hmm. And we used to hang out at her place. She was just a big old girl, mm-hmm. but bro, how she big, would. Wait, she how was. Big are we talking? She's big, bigger than like you and me combined. Plus three. Yeah, and bro, we'd go to her house and hang out. That's where everybody, because she had her own basement. Because yeah. she's a big fat girl, I don't mm-hmm. know, she needed her own space. Yeah, big fat girls are always really rich. <laughs> they have their own space. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's and one thing. I don't know why they all complain <laughs> because you guys are also all really rich. Well, of and course, have sick basements you and your parents that are very lenient on the rules. That's why they got so big because mm-hmm. their parents didn't care enough. When do you think the parents learned to not care? You have a hot daughter and you're like, absolutely not. You're having a pool party. But then <laughs> your super fat daughter's like, we order four pizzas and bring over friends. You're like, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Fill your boots. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, just, I guess you've given up at that point. Guess, Years of trying. I guess so. Or is the kid fat because the parents were so lenient the whole time? 
Or maybe and they yeah. were like, I want donuts. And they're like, do whatever you want. And but after a certain allowed. point, it's not like I want donuts. Bring me donuts now. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did I tell you about the donuts? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'd go to this girl's basement and she'd take off her shoes. And it was just the nastiest smell. It's just. I can imagine. A fat girl smell. I can't. Mm-hmm. Poor, imagine a fat girl with poor hygiene. Imagine oh. anyone fat with poor hygiene. I, dude, some guys that I know <laughs> that are just absolute chunks. There's a different smell. There's a smell <laughs> that comes from armpits that everybody should take care of. Everybody should wear deodorant. That always universally an, smells. An, yeah, universal musk. Do not let that fucking armpit smell, you know, go down. But there's guys and you're like, that ain't pit. That comes from different regions. That's coming from different pits. Cause it's the, the pit of your the, ass. The crevice of like skin on skin and the, the sweat that gets created through an armpit. You can be fat <laughs> enough to have like nine armpits. You know what I mean? Like, like chins. Got, yeah, it's like, true. There's yeah. like multiple chins. And like, man, that smell is a different smell, man. It's crazy. There's basements in Etobicoke that still smell like that because guys I know went down there for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, I, knew, I used to work with this fat guy um, at Cineplex back in the day. Right. And he was like, Cineplex hires anyone. You know what I mean? Like, it, especially the, the, the worse your condition, the yeah. better chance you have of getting a job. You okay, know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And this guy mm-hmm. was like maybe like 45. Mm-hmm. And there was for sure something. And you guys were all teenagers, yeah. And he's and, a forty-five year old yeah, works with you, but he was kind of like I couldn't. I don't know what was wrong with him. It wasn't the strongest strain in the dispensary. No, but he was a big exactly. He was a big, <laughs> he was a big old boy. Yeah. And I remember once I, I just walked into the change room and this guy was standing there completely naked. Yeah. And just standing there, but he was so fat that I you couldn't see, see his dick. Right. His belly completely covered. Like up to up to his knees, I've like he was wondered. holding a bag. I've always wondered. About that. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. I it was like, Do ew, but when, I don't. I could look away. Like, you think guys that are fat enough when they get head, like the girl would sometimes rest the belly on her head? She has no. She has to lift it up. You have to have strong shoulders because if you drop the belly on your head, you're, you imagine you yeah. impale yourself with a dick. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're still doing. Like, you're still moving your head up. And that. Those girls that literally have neck game. Do you know what I mean? Like actual strength in their head. Because imagine every time you're lifting your head up and down, you're also like repping 50 pounds. Yeah, minimum. dude, fat people are strong. Like if a fat, people, if a fat guy lost a lot of weight, he'd have the calves of a god. Because he'd That's been true. walking himself around. at the same around. time too, it's like, you know, what's it called? The... Uh, it's like like a bulldog. It's still it's it's it's, it's issues. Like, does a bulldog have strong calves or like why do they you know right? Because they they it affects their. They're feet. so strong. They're strong, but they're not strong enough because they die early, unfortunately. You oh know no, I'm mean? thinking of pocket bullies. Those other the ones. Pocket bullies. Those yeah, are sure, those guys are sure. jacked. But it's like yeah. bulldogs are which ones? The ones that just uh, like an snort. Bulldog, yeah, yeah, the ones like that. Those classic, they can't like, breathe right. No, they can't breathe right. Definitely, but they're, I know that they have problems with their back legs, right? So you like, think it's because they're fat or because it's genetic? Because they're carrying around a lot. They're like they're chunky little... I mean, I love them. They're great dogs. But if it was a human, you'd be like, ugh. But if it was a human... <laughs> <laughs> if it was a human, I would prefer them to slobber less. Uh. <laughs> they sleep the same way. Man, we got off to... Uh, you came in I, hot. I, I, I wanted to say that I'm like, it's just me and you this week <laughs> we came in hot yeah Eddie shout out to didn't even do anything we didn't even shout out to say, our sponsor shout out to astro pink astro we didn't introduce ourselves we didn't say that we have no guests we just went on a 20 minute rant nothing rude yeah. i'm sure unless you're fat and you're mad at us now. <laughs> oh man i'm sure you could pick or choose and uh you know 
you could you could find some cancel lines in there. But I think if there's any groups that hate us, it would be my two choices: fat for sure, big is fat not fans of us, big fat people, uh, and um, big fat people can't take a joke because we also say some we hilarious also, shits about big fat people, and we also have a lot of big fat fans. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That is actually. True. <laughs> and, and, do you know what I mean? And and, and the other one is Asian people. Asian people might not be the yeah the most uh, content with us. But no, I don't think so because we have, we still also we also have tons of Asian fans. This guy just put a bag of mushrooms down in front yeah, of us, and either. honestly, I looked at these the other day. Look at them; okay. you can still see the shit on them. Like, is that, why do you say that? Like, it's a good thing. No, I'm not saying like a good thing. I'm like, I'm so terrified to eat those. They're so fresh, eh? right? Yeah, let like they're straight from the poop. Yeah, dude. Check that out. I'm like. I like mushrooms, but it scares me when they look mm-hmm. that fresh, and that looks like it'll fuck you up. We just ate a piece like that? Mm-hmm. This guy's reckless, bro. Mm-hmm. How does it taste? Tastes like poo-poo? It's good. Man, I like it. I like, I like eating them eating them fresh. Mushrooms? Um, I, just, I like eating, like, because like, you guys are the gummies, or sometimes, like, I actually people put it in chocolate or whatever, but I don't know what it is, bro. It's, it's, it's good. I like it. I just like eating it. Makes me feel more of the uh, grassroots connection. Do you know what I'm saying? And what does Why it taste like to you? Just like like a root? It tastes like the same thing. Like you know, like the wheatgrass shots. Like I don't like. Remember how I had you on the wheatgrass shots for a bit? We still need to find a new connect too. We just gotta. I feel like buy wheatgrass ourselves. We can, it's easy to grow, isn't sure, it? We can probably too. Um, but the wheatgrass shots at first, it's like yeah, it tastes like grass and it's gross. Oh, it's but, not bad. But it's like it tastes like earth. Like why is why is something tasting like grass a bad thing? Grass is a fresh, you know. It's true. We're so smell. used to it. Yeah. Like that, just like that thing we're talking about water. Remember you told me that um, like Gilson hasn't doesn't drink water. Yeah, I'm learning that about people. People don't like the taste of water. Right, but is there a taste in water? No, but because they're so used to drinking things that taste like sugar and taste delicious, that something that tastes like nothing tastes wrong. Yeah, but you know what I think? To, to the way my mind works is like, like I've used this analogy before, and I probably said it on the podcast, but it's like. I always think when I'm sweating, like, you know how there was like, yeah, I said this, I think just recently, so I'll speed it up. Remember how like Keith Richards did the blood transfusion? He was the guitarist yeah, in yeah. Uh, Rolling Stones. He did so much drugs. He basically switched over his blood and he's good now. <coughs> to me. You only have to do it one time? When I'm working, well, there's like regular, <coughs> yeah, you would have to do like regular, I, I think like transfusions of it, like Michael uh, Magic Johnson does it too, right? But for me, Regularly. I'm like, yeah, for me, I'm like, that's what exercise is, is it's like a transfusion of your water. If your body's made up of 80% water, then you should exercise, you should sweat a whole bunch, and then you should drink water because when you're drinking water, you're putting clean water back into you. Mm-hmm. It seems so clean to me. And when I drink anything other than water, I'm aware that I'm like, it's poisonous to me. You're just putting in like, and not that I don't, like I had jerk chicken today. I had a ting. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll have that once a week or something like that. Like, but I know. Do you drink Coca Cola or any other pop? Absolutely not. Fuck no. Why would I? I'm not a kid anymore. I know. Like stuff like that. It's like it's so childish. When I I hear like an ad, like Sandro, I was on the phone with Sandro the other day. This guy's reading what he wants his girl to go. She's going to like the store. This guy's 34 years old. Sandro's like, uh, yeah, so Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> Sour Patch Rings, <laughs> Lifesavers, Lifesaver Gummies. And, and this guy, I'm telling you, like, he will, and I, I mean, I got a problem with a bag of chips, too, but candy is like, you're an adult. Bro, I love candy, too. I love candy, too, I'll go but off. I don't put if myself I start, in that scenario. If I start eating sour candy, I can't stop. It's but a hole. You know when I would have candy is, like, when you're at, like, a 
party or like an event and there's that bowl, the bowls are out and they got a bunch of little sour, I'll take a little Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> or if someone's like having Sour Patch Kids and you're like, like to me. You've never I been in a grocery line and just like. To dummy it on your own. To me, if I was going to buy a pack of Sour Patch Kids, this is, would be the scenario I would do it would be like let's say five of us were walking around on an adventure we were doing acid i would for sure grab that because we'd be like passing it around yeah. like a joint but for me to just solo dummy a bag of sour patch kids, i think this guy do that joe's done that he'll dummy cr- sour candies I, I bro mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I, but i know it's like it's great, my cheeks it's like, hurt after it's like they're all cut up and shit and do, you're like I why know. did i do this man i remember but chugging a pop with some sour keys that's it is much, pretty fucking man. I know, Gnarly, but it's not dude. worth it. Like I don't know no, if it's, it's not worth it, it at all. Do you know, it's it's not worth the. the like you were saying earlier, before our body should be what eighty percent water. Yeah, 80% my water. water percentage of my body this morning I checked was forty nine point nine percent. Well, I'm thirty percent under. Is that right. should that be eighty percent? No, mm. I don't think that that's like what it is. I just know that like your water percentage is definitely way off than what I'm talking about. I'm, yeah. but I'm saying that like I think our bodies are made up of 80% water. Okay, yeah, now, yeah, that yeah. might mean that like your fat percentage might be part of that and your fat probably contains water in itself, right? But I just know that 80% of the human makeup is water. That doesn't mean it's all able to be like in and out, but it's good to fucking pee and sweat yeah, yeah. and keep Very drinking good. water. I just, water puts you at a benefit. Yeah, I, so, I like it. I enjoy water. Yeah. But I remember a point where I didn't. You just get so used to drinking sugary drinks. Yeah. Even there's an orange juice or whatever. Realize, though, to go back to the exercise thing is like, and even if you look back into your childhood, and maybe this is just me, but it's like water, as long as you're living an active lifestyle, then water is always going to be that most quenching, most satisfying thing. Because do you remember as a kid, hot day, being outside, running around, playing, you're exhausted, you play for like an hour straight. When you get home, to me, I'm like... You open the fridge and you drink a sunny delight. What do you mean? Yeah, well, maybe I'm like, I wanted water. I would crave water. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. want to just have a cold Coke right then. No, no, no. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would go for one of the, I, I would go for water too, but I, I'd prefer an, a, a cold other drink when I, was really? a kid, when I was a kid. Yeah. Now yeah. I want water. But like, I remember going to the gym a while ago, uh, before I started working out here with these guys, mm-hmm. there was this family that would come in. It was a father, a son, and a mother, and they were all in pretty good shape, mm-hmm. but they were like rednecks. That happens a lot, eh? In, 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 in our gym there. Where? There, no, this was, was this, this, no, this was in Mississauga. I was at my cousin's gym. Okay, I was just, true, yeah. but it was like a, it was a community center, and it was like a mother, a father, and a son, and mm-hmm. they were all wearing, they're dressed like Julian. They're wearing jean shorts and t-shirts, right? And they were working out, pretty good shape, but mm-hmm. they were chugging cokes. Yeah, they had, they were chugging cokes as their, crazy. as their drinks, no water or nothing. I'm sure they don't drink water. They each had their own two liter pop. Yeah, when I was in England. Exercise is really not popular there at all. It's like not like our culture here where it's like everywhere there's like good life and stuff. Like the gyms are like, they're far and few between. And the gym that I found, um, it's like, man, everybody in that region of London would go to that gym. And that's probably like 200 people. Like it's not like packed all the time. And people that work out there, they're like, they work out. Nobody would just be like, yeah, I go to the gym. Like, you know how you see here? Like, when you go to a gym here, not everybody's jacked. People are just trying to be healthy. Some people so. are like, you know, starting to like, I'm starting. And some people are like, oh, I only go three times a week just to blah, blah, blah. There, like, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. That's what I saw, at least at this gym. Was, was like there people like just everyone? Was there a lot less jacked people in, in, in the UK? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Because in England, it's like, dude, like, that's the one thing that stands out is like, like, for example, like, if you were at um, a place getting breakfast or a cafe in England, right? 
in London, especially where I'm at, like Northwest, right? And some guy walks in and he's got like a crusty beard and like his face is all red because he's been an alcoholic his whole life. And he talks like, uh, yeah, I just want to net it. Like here that would raise concern. True, truthfully, you'd be like, well, who is this guy? You would easily be like, yo, some sketchy guy came in. In England, that guy's not sketchy. Like that guy could be the professor. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like this guy could be intelligent. It's just like, cause it's not frowned upon. You're like, yeah, of course he's an alcoholic. He drinks morning to day, but he's brilliant. He's a good writer or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like people will still hold down their lives. Yeah. So no one's like drunk and working out though. But no one's like, yeah. So that's the, that's the people who are like, no one really follows that thing. So anyways, one guy there was from Australia and he was just jacked. Everybody was just jacked and it was more social too when we go to the gym. Like we would all like, you know, like the saunas, like everybody's just talking. The saunas are huge and stuff. It was sick. I liked it a lot better. But one guy was there and I'd always just see him when he was in the gym. Like he was jacked. He was in wicked shape. He'd always just randomly have a chocolate bar while working out. Do you know what I mean? Was it a protein bar or like a chocolate bar? No, no, it was a chocolate bar. So I remember I asked him because he was so jacked. I'm like, there's got to be some reason. It's got to like spike blood sugar. There's got to be something that he's doing. So I was like, we were in the sauna. I was like, bro, I got to ask you a question. I was like, I always see you like eating chocolate bars like out there too, like during your workout. Why or whatever. And he's like, uh, honestly, he's like, I'm just so diligent on everything. And I eat so healthy and stuff like that. That the, unless I'm literally in the middle of a workout, I couldn't allow myself to eat candy and I just really love candy, but I feel too guilty. But somehow if I do it during the workout, I like sneak it in. I'm like, there's no benefits. He's like, no, no, no. It's just, I just want a treat. I was like, wow. <laughs> like that, like, wow. And like, that's like the that mind state of like this fitness, you know? That must be real discipline, bro. Cause I'll it tell is. myself I, I don't want to eat sugar or anything, but then the next thing I know I'm out and I have an option of food and I choose yeah. one day. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's tough, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like too, like people are so inspired by instagram especially like with fitness and stuff so somebody like the rock showing his like sunday cheat meal i think people take an inch from that and go a mile yeah, do you know what true. i'm saying where people like the rock does it does he cheat once a week yeah he does it every sunday but when you look at his cheat meal it's like realistically it's not that bad well i thought he eats like 10 pizzas and shit no it's not like that he'll have like sushi a ton of sushi which wouldn't be the worst. Or he'll have like pancakes, which isn't that good, but he's putting like peanut butter all over these yeah. pancakes. You know what I mean? And keeping in mind too that it's like, also, if this guy puts fucking monster, on, dude. Yeah, he's a monster. Exactly. I was watching the 70s show the other day and there was mm-hmm. an episode where he was in that. The Rock was. Yeah, but he was still a young, he was younger. Like that show's old, right? Right. So he was a lot younger and he was playing Rocky Balboa's dad, uh, who was a wrestler too. Right, but right. isn't Rocky Balboa relate? Or no, sorry, Rocky, because the Rock's dad's a wrestler too. Yeah, yeah, but right. or, yeah, that's what I mean. That's who he was playing. He was playing his dad in that. Okay, yeah. And it was the original wrestling before it became W, and he was in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was just. And that's like Rocky Mava or something. Or whatever like his name was. Yeah, I yeah. called him Bobo or whatever. But um, when you look at how how jacked he is now and how small he was when and that dude, it's crazy. But the other hundred percent steroids. I see. The thing is, is like maybe not. Because at the same time, for it's sure. not steroids, but for The Rock to have where he's at, this is just my theory. I don't know for sure. It's like that still costs like 25K maybe, maybe more, maybe less in fitness. Like So having your own gym, the million things that put him at a benefit, not to mention your own like nutritionist, your own yeah. this. And it's like the guy lives his life to a T like that. So where we have a, a lifestyle because we're not celebrities and we're like, I, this guy's like, go, 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 yeah. go. Where we're like, we slip up, we have a donut here, we have that. He's probably down to the T, like, 
the when he eats, he, like there's so much stuff behind the scenes that's money yeah, yeah, shit true. that like you don't know what he has the access to. Let's say this. A real Let's nutritionist. say he posts himself eating a large pizza on the Sunday cheat meal. How do we not know that he's also taking a hydroxy cut or some weird thing that helps the body metabolize yeah. this stuff differently? And then when he's done eating that, he does some certain thing that helps the blood sugar. Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy's got- Imagine he just throws it all up. He just goes to the washman. Yeah. Honestly, too. <laughs> Quite possibly. Steroids? It could be steroids, too. Yeah. For sure. Like I'm saying, for sure, it could be steroids. He's huge, though. Like another level of huge. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, about the steroids, too, is like, okay, good for you. That's steroids. You know what I mean? People always try and say, like, oh, this guy's on steroids. Listen here, you fat fuck, just because you eat pizzas (laughs) two times a week and you're trying to fucking down somebody's accomplishments by being like, the guy's on roids. Okay, you do roids for a Yeah, he's not professionally competing. People think that steroids gets them jacked. It's like steroids only does so, so much. I know. Do you know what I mean? He's doing all that without the road rage the, without the, the rage still works out three yeah. fucking hours a day i guarantee you do you know what i mean imagine if he did become president though just our president well, jack he's, he's a great idea for president it'll be sick he's just such a nice guy you know what i mean he is and he's a positive guy and uh because he's hawaiian bro yeah he's got the mana can we tell the story of when we were on the road in, yeah, in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Yeah. This guy. I mean, saw, that's so, such an honest mistake, but it's like. <laughs> I don't know how, what me. you. <laughs> we were, you can tell the story, but let me preface it by saying this, that it's like, these are honest mistakes and you should have freedom when you're on stage or whatever. And I mean, you can see how my mind works. I put two and two together no, for in the sure. wrong way. Yeah, yeah. But what scares me about that is like, I could easily say something like that again. I never meant any malice in it. But that was five years ago, and nowadays it's like this is stuff that like you could accidentally say something. No, but and that quote had you canceled. But no, because you know why it would never get you canceled? Because it was a native guy. Why is that? <laughs> that it'll never get canceled over that. Right, right. It'll never. They're not looking for their women. They're not gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. getting canceled over no, that. No, I just meant that in like a yeah. No, of example. course, for but, sure. Yeah. So yeah, you we were where we were. What comedy club was it? The Laugh Shop. Yeah, laugh shop. The laugh shop. Laugh shops, yeah, right? well, where was it? Uh, it was in Saskatoon. It's Saskatoon or Saskatchewan. No, we might have been in Regina. Or it was somewhere in Saskatchewan. We did Saskatoon the first night when was the rodeo. Remember? Yeah, it was somewhere in Saskatchewan. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We yeah, went yeah. to Regina because we didn't stay that night. We never stayed a night in Regina. Remember, we had the hotel, but we just bounced. We drove straight to where. Because I we also going. that night I did that rape joke and the guy's wife yeah, got man, mad. That was our boy. yeah, yeah. Worst we had night <laughs> of the tour. Not like not that it was bad, but that was we got the most heat of yeah, the tour yeah. on that night. So Paul went on stage and there was. It was a bunch of white people in the audience, and then there was this uh, native guy in the audience. And Paul was on stage, and he saw the native guy, but I guess he didn't realize at first that he was native. And he's like, yeah, what are you? Mind, some kind mind. of... I was 20 minutes into uh, like... What'd you call him? A Saskatchewan Hawaiian? I was doing crowd work, <laughs> and it was going well. And honestly, too, I was riding that wave, and I was like, I just seen this guy. And like, he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, but... And, and, and you guys, you know what a native looks like. You yeah. know what I mean? So he was a native guy wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. My mind saw it for a split second. I didn't know how to process it. I was like, what is that? I was literally like, what are you? So I'm like, because I didn't know the Hawaiian shirt. I was like, are you like a Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan Hawaiian? Hawaiian? That's so funny. I guess it makes like, sense. I'm native. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> True. But it still went great. It was only bad with him. Yeah. Everybody else laughed. I, uh. But at I, the same time, too, now that you actually think about that, I'm not even saying anything bad at all because I'm not addressing him or his skin color. I'm addressing the shirt. Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. It was funny. Yeah. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Um, we didn't stand. It reminds me because I remember I did that I did that uh, self-defense rape joke, mm-hmm. right? And it was mm-hmm. still a new joke. I remember you warned me yeah. not to do it. I did it, and it went okay. But after the show, the manager's wife or girlfriend came yeah. up to me and was like, 
how dare you do a rape joke? And she started saying all that shit. Her, there was people in the audience that were mad at you too because I remember coming outside, and I was having a cigarette, and it was like about to go down outside, pretty much. Like people were like, "You guys should get out of here and stop." We left. Well, no, we were just walking to the car because we had another gig the next day, so we weren't staying at that hotel. That's the only reason we didn't stay. Yeah, I want to see if you remember this. We were driving down. We were walking out to the car, and then the the manager came running out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, the manager came running out, and he and he came up and he's best part. And he's like, "No, uh, he's like, I love the rape joke." That's what he said to me. He's like, "I didn't, I didn't want because of my wife." He was like, "I love it." Yeah, he's like, "We're literally about to drive nine hours." Like, and he's like, no, don't leave, don't leave, because he thought we were leaving because we, because of the comments and everything. Yeah. But we just had to go to another gig. He's like, no, no, it was great. Don't leave because of my girlfriend or whatever. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But he was a nice guy. But he was yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. He was saying that he loved it and like blah blah blah. And yeah. I you mean, know how many hotel rooms we skipped out on, and how many we stayed at that we should have not skipped out on, and we should have stayed at, and the ones we skipped yeah. out on, we sh- the ones we stayed at, we should have skipped out on. Like how many that we went past checkout or whatever? No, like. When that the one in Cranbrook, BC, where we yeah. did the acid, we shouldn't have stayed there at that hotel room at all. No, like we stayed, we didn't stay at that one in Saskatoon. I mean, I'll never forget it. That it was like, so here's what happened for me. Right, we did a first night. Okay. This helps. We did the first night. Um, let me hold on. So yeah, we did the first night. Uh, and I think, yeah, because we had two shows there, right, in Cranbrook? So we did the first night. No, two, f- four. So two on Friday, two on Saturday. The early show, late show. There was a 9 and 11. Okay, because I, I, I thought it was, like, it was like our last night there, and uh, we traded a bunch of drugs with some lady in the audience, remember? Mm-hmm. She wanted acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're like, okay. Well, we traded her for, for what, blow? Yeah, blow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then... So which is we, such an unfair trade. We gave her what a tab of acid, which is five dollars for we like. I told her like we only need a half tab. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I might have sold her on the half tab. That's but so it was like funny. Something like that. Yeah, and then she gave us like. So, <laughs> so we were back in your room, and um, I just always think about this. Just, this is why acid is like you never know; it's always there. But like, we we did a little bit of the acid. I, I know not a full thing, but we dropped it, or maybe it was a full. Whatever, we dropped it, and then like I remember thirty minutes passing, like an hour passing, and it was like didn't really feel anything. Do you know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, That's no. when you know you start to feel a- it. As I have the headphones on, all I can hear is Julian talking even more. <laughs> it's such a trip. I just hear this guy talk about Space Jam. Yo, Julian. Shh. Quiet. Quiet. So anyways, um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. So I remember that we took it and then we watched Mean Girls. In your room, yeah. yeah, yeah. In your room. Oh, then you guys left. In your, no, in your room. And we watched all the Mean Girls. And I remember like we were loving it. And it was hilarious. And then when it finished, it was like, okay, now it's official. Because now it had been like two hours since we took it. I was like, I don't think we feel anything. And you were like, yeah, okay, let's just go to sleep. I remember going to our room. And this is how it felt to me. I w- got into bed. And I was like, oh, man, kind of having trouble sleeping. And I kept like kind of trying to switch the position. And, you know, like doing the little things. It felt like literally 10 minutes. And... I could hear Hillis beside me just doing the same thing, moving around. 
it felt like 10 minutes and then all of a sudden I was like my mind had cooked up some like you know when you're like stuff that like even you know you're going crazy we were like <laughs> and they wanted it and everybody knew and everybody was in on it and this my mind started going off like that and then I all of a sudden check what time it is and like nine hours had passed I was like what I've been sitting here going insane I'm lying in bed going crazy and then remember I called you and you were like hello and I was like we gotta get the fuck uh, yeah man because I remember I was when you called me I was just laying there for the since you left that whole time right i i just literally laid there and i stared at the ceiling because it was moving that's what all of us did <laughs> we should have just all continued to hang out i don't know why the, the big <laughs> thing that we messed up there is like we tried to go back to normal life right would, when you take acid you should always have an option to like still be playing we should have went out for a walk or something we should have gone out for a walk we should have stayed in the room and whatever we would have had great conversation yeah but to leave us all trapped in our mind. And the worst thing that we did to ourselves was think that we weren't feeling it. Yeah. yeah. That's how like, you know ah, you're feeling it. Good. That's how but you, you know, know. And you know what it is? The room, when you when you get high in acid or mushrooms, the whole room that you're in starts to look trippy and weird. And those but rooms were. were <laughs> yeah, they were literally. This, this building, there's been comedy going on there for like, what, over 50 years. That building is over 100 years old. It, the only two rooms that have never been renovated were the rooms that the comedians stayed in because they let right. us smoke in there. The rest of the hotel was a non-smoking room. Right. So th they never updated it, and it was disgusting. It was old. And literally, this is the most cliche thing you could say, and I'm not saying it because of being cliche. Our rooms specifically looked like the rooms in The Shining. Yeah. Have you seen The Shining? Yeah. yeah. Or you know what, like, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's very did rustic. They, did they not yeah. look? There was like wood. Walls in hotels aren't made out of wood anymore. There was like treated wood there. Cigarette burns on all the Cigarette carpets. Cigarette burns, like ashtrays on all the tables waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Such a nasty place. I remember being outside smoking a joint and there was a lady who was at the show and she was like, Good show. We started talking and she told me she's an she's an OPP or not OPP officer, uh, RCMP officer. RCMP, yeah. And I was like, What the fuck? We just talked about all the drugs yeah. we are doing and gonna do. And she's just outside talking to me. And I was like, I was tripping the fuck out. Right. It was weird. Because you were already, man, what was I? That was a weird place. And the people that are there, it's like, why are you here? You know yeah. what I mean? I know. You know? You know what I think that worries me sometimes when you go to small towns? Is like, this doesn't happen anymore. But it's like, nobody, I think, in Toronto would make the choice to come to a comedy show just to make fun of it. Why would you waste your time and money on that? Yeah. If they come to a comedy show, they have the intentions of like, this is going to be sick. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? But the heckler when, comes in a group. When you're in Coburg, Ontario, and nothing has happened there, and all of a sudden they're like, there's a comedy night coming up. They still have such high school. This is what scares me about small towns sometimes. That legit, I think 30% of the people in that audience are just like, let's go see this dinky comedy show. Yeah. They don't care that they have to pay $40 for yeah. a ticket. They've never left their small town. They, they just want somebody to make fun of this, yeah. that. And honestly, when you do a small town show, you're one or the other. I'm either going to become this town. You know how it is. You know how many we've done. We've either going to become this town's hero or they're going to like eat us alive. And yep. be like, this is why you're not cut out for our town of yeah. a thousand people. No, but the better you get, the further you get in your career, we always win, dude. We always we win. Always That's what I'm win. saying. Oh, for sure. They're not f if you're not funny enough, <laughs> if you didn't leave your small town, you're not funny enough to win the comedy battle. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. And you know? Yeah, and in comparison to like a thousand people, you know? 100%. I remember one time we did a show, you and me. You, me, Chris. I forgot who else was there. 
But this was earlier in the days when we get booked for like eight of us at this random small town, you know. Oh, oh. I think you're talking about Guelph. Maybe, and then and it was with James Ham. It was a James Hammond show. Yeah, yes, I was hosting, and Chris was headlining, and yeah, the old white lady. And you just, I remember you made her almost cry. Yeah, what did you say about her OHL? That's what I remember about her son. I said something like. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget that. and saying such mean shit to me such, for no reason. So mean, dude. Such mean yeah, shit. Yeah. And I eventually just snapped and I was like, don't hold a grudge against me because your son became a drunk drink, drunk driver instead of making the OHL. Oh, yes. And then people were like, how did you even know that? And it was just so <laughs> on point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't know that. I was just making a joke of like, that's the way that this lady was acting. But then people were like, that was actually like legitimately on point. Mm-hmm. But then I remember one guy in the front row, people were all just heckling. And one guy in the front row was just so nice to me. And he was keeping things going, okay? And uh, everyone's like, you fucking suck and just being so mean. And I'm slowly winning the audience over. And part of the reason why I think I'm winning the audience over is because this guy in the front row, like, keeps looking at me like, keep it up, bro. You're hilarious. (laughs) And he's, like, not being facetious. He's, like, being for real. Like, I'm like, this guy likes me. And I keep saying stuff. And, like, this guy was giving me such hope. And I started bringing the audience back and this guy's dying. And all of a sudden I'm like, yo, I won them back. And I'm starting to feel good about myself and I'm doing crowd work and everything I'm saying is just like so on point and I'm, it's right. And I'm just like, you know, so I start not really paying attention to the filter in my mind. And I remember I looked at this guy and I was like, man, this guy's sick. And I really was like, I did think this guy was sick. I was like, you're sick. I was like, this guy's the only guy here drinking a tall can right now. You know what I mean? Everybody else has pints. This guy's like, nah, I'm a tall. And as I'm saying it, I'm like, what am I doing? And literally, I wasn't even done talking about this guy before security came, removed him, and he was like, looking at me like, what the fuck? Oh, because you he snitched on him. <laughs> the tall from home. And I was uh, like, oh, no. And he was so looking funny. at me like, I trusted you. That's so Bro, funny. They, they, they kicked him out? Yeah, they kicked him out. Oh, that's funny. Because he was bringing tall cans. I would have been like, yo, let him stay. Just and take that's his... why he was in the front row. Oh, man, I was trying to say let him stay, but you know how that part was. It was <laughs> reckless, Bro. Reckless. It's some of those shows, man, it's just like... I miss it sometimes, man. Like, the early days of comedy, because it's different now. Now when we get booked on a show, there's a couple of us. It's yeah. three or four of us max. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We're all doing 20, 30 minutes. Well, keep in mind this, too, though. that The format in which you're about to talk about that we used to do earlier, we don't do as much because people do that once. And realize it's a mistake. I know, but we're we used to do on, we used to do all of them. We used to do everybody's first one. Everybody's it was so fun, was, dude. I'm gonna put on a show. Yeah. And, and it's sick because the first one's always gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. They always say, Hey, it might become a monthly thing. It's not. Yeah. All of your friends, all your friends' parents from your shitty small town, this is your one chance, they're gonna go. But people always book seventeen of their friends. Yeah, but you know, you do not want to be the headliner on that. No, show. no, no, no. You just want to go up and have a good time because it was so fun. We all got to go up. There was like ten of us. Everybody's smoking weed, drinking, having a good time. Yeah, yeah. The green rooms, a party. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, I, I miss that part of comedy sometimes now. I mean, for sure. But a lot of the other stuff, it's like I don't know. I don't know how much. Uh, at the same time, too, right now having a two month break from like the disastrous. Like, look, we still always win. So like, that's not what I was like. You know, you're like, now we always win. We do always win. Yeah. And when we go to these small town shows, there's still ones that look really, really difficult, but we now know how to pull it off. But regardless, it's still just not work that I like doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't go in there and like... Well, it depends. I don't like doing a small it. town like that. It depends who you're with. If you're with the right crowd, you're like, oh, who? this is going to be fun regardless, no matter right. what, you know? I don't know. I miss it. And there's... I honestly... Like, this is the longest break. Two months. 
I've ever taken from stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah, man, me too. Right? Since I was 17. I, you know what's crazy? There's a lot of comics that this is not the longest break they've ever taken. Dude, absolutely So if this not. is not your longest break, you shouldn't be allowed to come back. Man, there's going to be a mixture of the two. There's like people who aren't funny but aren't willing to admit that they're not funny because they just, I do three shows a night though. And it's like, I know you've been doing that for three years, but like you haven't gotten any better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's those people. And then there's the people too that like, yeah, do it once every three months. I mean, uh, and there's going to be a whole influx of new people thinking that they're going to do comedy. You think so? For sure. How come? They've just been doing nothing this whole time and they're not going to want to go back to work. Dude. And they're like, I've, I've, I've kind of got a following on TikTok over this break. There's a guy, something dickers. I don't give a fuck. I'll say this guy's name. And I keep getting sponsored ads on Facebook of this guy being like. Well, is he a comedian? He, he says he's a comedian. He says he has 30 years of experience. And he's trying to sell <laughs> online comedy classes. That's hilarious. And for some odd reason, bro, I'm just bullying this guy. Every video say? I see, because he'll literally be like, let me break it down for you. And in three easy payments, but he doesn't say anything funny. And it's like, nah, bro, you're just trying to make money off of like, so I just keep writing like, well, this wasn't funny. That's not funny. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you don't seem very funny and no responses, but I'm like, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Does I he care. have a lot of people active on the thing? Because they're sponsored ads, right? No, nobody's responding or anything like that. Yeah. I, teaching a course is, I don't think I... I could ever take a course. There's no successful comedian that took a fucking course on how to do stand-up com- comedy. No, because we're still f- figuring it out. But, that, but that, it's like, you could, but what I wish is like, I believe. Might as well teach a course how to shovel snow. I, but I believe you could teach it. I believe I could do a good job teaching. My issue, the curtain that I'm trying to lift up above people's faces, I'm not trying to talk shit and tell people that like, you can't just take a comedy course and be funny. That's true, but I'm not t- against people taking comedy courses. What I'm against is all these guys Shitty popping up comics. that we know. You've been doing stand-up for two years. You have seven minutes, and they're charging $300, and other people don't know anything about comedy, and you're like, oh, man, they're like another graduating class, and you're like, no, another 10 oh, people that you God. scammed. You yeah. straight up scammed. Because in any well, that's other your hustle, in- right? Fucking. In any other industry, do you know what I mean? If you're teaching med school, you're two years as a doctor. Like, do you know what I mean? Any other industry. If it was literally yeah, a type a of HVAC science, it's a simple trade. You've worked in it two years and now you're like but training that's just like, people. That's against the law probably. It's like musicians who guitar, who teach guitar and piano and shit. Not in two years because you have to show your skill. It's that simple. Yeah, it's true. If you're a guitar teacher, you're like, why should you be my guitar teacher? Why should I be your guitar teacher? <laughs> you're like, enough yeah. said. That's the difference yeah. in music and comedy. In stand-up, nobody Not, ever says. Why should I be your stand-up? Why should you be my yeah. stand-up teacher? And you're like, why should I be your stand-up teacher? On my watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, dude. You know, you can just start listing off credits and people are like, oh, okay. And in Canada, we have such a bad system where like we had such a like, you know, hopefully that changes hopefully that's what changes after the quarantine is we switch up our system of like there's comics who yeah like you said do it once every four months if all those shows we're talking about outside small towns where we're saying how much we have to put into it these people would be eaten alive but they have seven minutes that canadian broadcasters and stuff are just like well, you that's know. bullshit. How yo? We have some good bits that'll we never be some, on TV, we'll ever. We're just not allowed. Of us. Me not allowed. Never done yeah. a Canadian. Uh, never done a Canadian TV taping. Nope. And there's people that are one year into it, two years into it, 
and they're doing that. So then people are like, how can you teach a comedy class? And they're like, well, I was on CBC. Bro, like, I would love to bring all these people's teachers down to, like, down to a real comedy club. Yeah, man. And be honest, you never watched show. CBC as a kid. No, I didn't. I'm, well, that's my whole thing Who with stand-up. Was my dad always trying to make me watch. Yo, you should watch this. Watching, like, stand-up on TV. And that's why I resented stand-up. I was like, I don't care about white guys talking about politics. Like, this is shit. Did you like the BET comic view? Kind of, but not really. Because I just kind of just resented stand-up. And then, truthfully, what happened to me, though... When I would see stand-up on TV, though, I'd be like, but I know I'd be good at it. Yeah. yeah. And just truthfully speaking, too, it's like my ego talking, but it doesn't matter because I'm 10 and 11. I just wanted to like, I like that attention. I like the whole room looking at you on a microphone, but I didn't know how to write jokes, but I would try and write them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I just hated it. I didn't like watching it, but I knew I would one day have to learn how to do it. It wasn't until seeing Dane Cook that I was like, this I actually like. You know what I mean? You like what he was talking about, blowjobs and shit? Yeah, when I was like 14, 15, and all of a sudden this guy had the Karen joke. Do you remember he had the original Karen joke, actually, speaking of Karen being a big thing? My my first joke that I was like, that's the first time somebody actually made me laugh from stand-up. And this is the hackiest thing now, but let's keep in mind that this is... Dane Cook was maybe the guy Uh, that started this. 20 years ago? Yeah, Dane Cook was like... uh, Every group of friends has like a friend named Karen who's like the shitty friend or something like that. And then he was just like, and if right now you're trying to figure out who that is, you're that friend, yeah. which every hat comic does now. But when I first heard that, I was like, damn. And he had something I thought about Kool-Aid and stuff, but just like his like earlier stuff, it was like, damn. And in the two years that I started liking Dane Cook, I saw him go from like, oh, I Superstar like this guy to like selling out Madison Square yeah. Garden. He blew so, up huge, man. Totally. And it, it, it's like, and it sucks almost too that like, you know, I can't ever take anything from Dane Cook away from him because I know he truly did work and had 16 years in comedy before yeah. that and stuff. But like, the saddest thing was like, that's what made me get into stand-up. And when I started really getting into stand-up and understanding it and going out and bombing at open mics and seeing the real grit and what yeah. it's going to take and this and that, I started watching him and I was like, oh, you're everything I hate about comedy. Yeah. Now. Once you, get you start getting comedy, you're like, Dane Cook is the opposite. And I mean, no, like, there, we have a term that we use in comedy and you know this, but to the listeners, that's like a comics comic, right? Yeah. He and does. Yeah. yeah. He does it for the laughs in the back, not the audience. Yeah. And there's, but yeah. that sounds like a bad thing. And it's not necessarily a bad well, thing. Well, it, it's a bad thing. It's, it's, it's fine once in a while. But you can't do that every time. Then but you're not even doing a, even comedy. A comics for. comic. There's. I think the term can also work as like a comics comic. He doesn't do anything cheap. He's super original. And okay. He might not get the most tapings, but he's a comics comic in the sense that like yeah, he does well too. Yeah. yeah. But comics love him because like he's just such a good writer and he's just yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. we understand comedy and we're like damn he's a yeah. comics. Dane Cook's the opposite of that. Once you start understanding comedy, you realize how many he's cheap things he's doing, how many this, that. He stole from Louis C.K., right? Yeah, he did. But, like, yeah. I mean, did, did, he didn't say that he did for sure. And he makes a good point, And there's truth to that. That like, I don't know. He's like, how did we not both just have the same idea? It was in the Louis episode, right? Yeah, that was great. That was fucking That was cool. so cool that he did that. That's one thing I'm excited about, like, comedy. I remember when I first started comedy, like, uh-huh. it was, I would do seven minutes, but it was, like, 12 jokes. Yeah. You know? Right, 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 right. And now it's like my favorite thing. It's like where you can come up with one joke and mm-hmm. for seven minutes, it's one topic. Yeah, that's well, me and you both write in that way. Some people are still like they stick to one liners. They stick to their shorter stuff. No, no, no. I like telling a story. Me like, and you, both of our jokes are like four or five minutes. Yeah, yeah it's the best, right? Because mm-hmm. then you can, for for a taping, if we ever got one, 
we have a million different things. What do you want the topic to oh, be about? Sure. You know, because we can. I don't know. It's and, and I hate I, this I shit, mind, dude. It's like, ridiculous. Yeah. No it's, respect on some Dangerfield shit, dude. No, we never got respect. But at the same time, too. So, like, what I love about the lives, too, and stuff like that, and and this happening right now, it's just kind of taking the power away from them. The best example of it has been. I love the lives because I think that that medium has an opportunity for amazing stuff. I'm not going to try and do it. I'd be more than happy to be a guest. But we haven't seen a comedian pull it off yet to yeah. see how to really make it work. But we have with those versus battles. And, and Tory Lanes. And Tory Lanes. Yeah. But the versus battles, too, right there just shows people that, like, That's fucking man, cool. it's, it's about what the people want yeah, and yeah. not where they can get it. And it needs to stop, you know, like, I'm not even talking shit to, like, the, the streamers or whatever, Netflix or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's cool to take it into our own hands in the sense that, like, a million people want to see it. Just watch it on your, on Instagram. That's yeah, man. Cool. But there's still, I guess, always has to be Instagram or someone attached to it. I think it's going to help because once this shit comes back, there's going to be... I hope it stays. Well, once this shit comes back and we can do shows again, it's going to be hard for all these festivals and shit just to get grants from the government. Mm-hmm. We all collected that money, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, from Serb and shit. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they're going to be getting funding like they were before. Mm-hmm. So now it's just going to have to legit depend on talent. Yes. You know what I mean? I hope so, but you can already see, like, I still get so worried because it keeps looking like good things are going to happen. You know how, like, we always talk about the pendulum in comedy? Yeah, yeah. And right now where the pendulum's swinging. So, like, it's swinging back. But we keep thinking that it's swinging back, and I keep thinking that. Social justice warriors like, are, are disappearing. I'll use two examples, and I'm going to, like, name names. But it's, like, for one, with the Shanti thing that happened. Bye-bye. Right? In Toronto stand-up, there was, like, a it's comedian, gone. Shanti Morasica, who was getting every single taping, every single thing like that. And all of the other people were just cancel, cancel. And they were the number one person to be, like, cancel that person, cancel that person. Then they went on and got canceled. Yep. I hoped after that, the hypocrisy of that community would realize, guys, stop throwing you know rocks around in a glass house. And they kind of went quiet. Mm-hmm. Then, when, but then they, then they started getting loud again. They started being like, why did this guy do an Asian accent on this podcast? Blah 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 blah. Right. So then, when the coronavirus happened, and since we went into isolation, and I may have spoke about that on the podcast, it's like, okay, nice. That pendulum's starting to swing again. Because people, there's real problems in the world right now. Something we're all going into together. and Nobody, nobody gives a fuck about your yeah, little... Yeah, nobody needs you right now to just be like, well, that technically is cultural appropriation, yeah. that song that was made 40 years. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was like nobody cares about that right now. But then again, now we're inside, and now we've gotten bored, and they're once again starting to try and, you know... And that's the thing. They're bored, so they're like, look at this tweet I found from 2013. I and know. you're like... You know what I'm happy about? I never tweeted ever. You didn't? No. But I wrote some stupid Facebook statuses. And you know what, man? Like, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to... We've said so much now that there's some people that maybe could take a look at that and be like, you know what? I'm just going to go take a night, go on my Facebook, go everywhere, and look around and scrub everything that maybe could get me in trouble. Yeah. We've said so much now that you just it's have impossible. to accept it. Ryan put it in the best way. He's like, dude, like you're going to get canceled. If things are the way they are right now, you're going to. So yeah. you might as well just not think about it and just... Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride and do what, what you want to do. At the end of the day, too, like I think the issue was, and, and I could hold myself accountable, too, but like nobody ever tried to cancel me bad or I didn't do anything, but 
I gave so much power to those people too, and you know that. You know how many times you let like, it fuck with you. I let it fuck with absolutely. You. And you know, and this is what I'm like starting to learn. It's like you know how many times on the podcast I'm like freaking out. Two weeks later, I'm like, I don't know, I shouldn't have said that or yeah, whatever, yeah. and things that I'm always worried, you know. And uh, that was wrong. I realized too, like to give power to those people is just that's the mistake, you know. And the reality is, is like, and this I think has came to me more from painting because I've been painting a lot lately that I'll post something online and some people will be like, I don't know that a white artist should this, that. And you realize like, bro, I literally painted it. Yeah. And that's when you realize <laughs> and you're like, how is comedy any different? I created this thing I painted and that's evoking emotion. Yeah. When it comes to art and you do that through paint, you realize like, isn't that the point? And it's the same thing. None of us are trying to agitate. That's the difference. Some of comics are trying to agitate. There is, but me yeah. and you. Sorry when I say okay. none of us. I mean, me and you yeah, are yeah. trying to agitate. That's the difference. We say things that might be edgy. We say things that might be a certain thing, but there's other comics who aren't and funny and just go on stage and they're just like, and then I raped my sister. Not even on stage. Like we were talking about before, there's just like how you and me are on that Instagram comment thing now. Mm -hmm. You can say a joke on Instagram right. on a comment that's not even edgy, that has nothing to do with anything yeah, that's just plain funny mm -hmm. and someone will come in and attack you and personally why? and why I, I think it's i think it's just a jealousy type or it has to be some sort of hatred you know what it is i feel it's the exact for me this is not to put myself and us on a high horse but it's like it's the exact opposite of what i'm trying to do because what i'm trying to do is put a funny comment to make people laugh yeah i think i'm trying to come with nothing but positivity why would you You've never met me. Dig yeah. through the comments and try and come at me. Yeah. It's insane. Both of us are saying this. So for people that don't know what we're talking about, it's like we've started to try and just comment on Six Buzz and, and different popular meme pages as much as we can to see like, you know, how many likes we can get on comments. I got 2,000 likes on our comments <laughs> this week, you know? Here, like, let me read this one. Like, this one was, there's nothing bad about it. It was uh, some guy in Toronto. It was a meme that says, some guy in Toronto finally got a Canada Post package eight years after he ordered it. Right. I commented on it. I put, at least he got the package. Probably got a refund eight years ago too. Win-win. Not even anything controversial. No. And the first comment response goes, you're a failed comedian looking for a promotion on social media just so you can make, meet, make ends meet and put bread on the table for your child. That sounds truthfully like... That's real emotion. That's real. That's real emotion. But I don't have a kid. Imagine, can you imagine? You didn't post the video. No. You commented. <laughs> the amount of petty it would take. He had to go through my me. page, learn I'm a comedian. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm doing? I'm more viciously calling these people out for being stupid and not mincing my words and trying to beat around the bush and say, I'm like, you guys are idiots. You're dumb. And I'm saying that more because when you put yourself in those shoes... The amount of negativity and horrible darkness I would have to have in my life to want to go into a comment, look, then look into your profile, realize you're a comedian, that's your dream, and do everything to be like, yeah, you suck, you're not funny. <laughs> but none, thing, these I got people, five of those yesterday. Yeah, but these people don't have, a lot of them don't even have real profiles. That's the thing, they're hiding behind that's fake. The thing. They're hiding, hiding behind a profile. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's how you know people are just, some people are just evil, that they just want to. They really are. Yeah, yeah, you know? And you know what? I think that they get boasted up and en enabled by their evil friends. Those people have evil friends that they go like, oh my God, look at this idiot. And then yeah. look what I did. I just completely... The other thing is too why it's not worth wasting your time with those people is like they can't accept else. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
why punch somebody that's going to feel no pain in that sense? Like, you know, I'm down to call somebody out for being stupid, but it actually comes from a loving place because if people, people have called me out for being stupid recently throughout my whole life, but I still take it in sometimes. And yeah. sometimes you go, yeah, I got to hold that out. You've said stuff to me when we were in LA doing fucking like whatever. It's deep. It's just me and you here. When we were in LA and I was like doing drugs and even in LA, you were like straight up, bro. You were like close talking to me a little bit and you were close talking to people and stuff. I think about that stuff to this day and it still hurts me. <laughs> you but shouldn't. that's a I good don't. thing though. Yeah. Because guess what? I don't do it anymore. Yeah. So I'm saying the difference between those people and me was I'm like, yeah, that, that isn't fun. I'm embarrassed. I didn't want to do that around my friend. I didn't want to do that around people. You had the respect to be like, bro, you didn't say it in a mean way. Yeah. Made me check myself. And even last night I think, oh yeah, man. I haven't done drugs in 140 days and I still think, remember that. That's why I don't want to go back. I don't want to be that guy. I held that L, bro. I okay, let yeah, hurt, absolutely. I feel I you. let it hurt me. But there's other people that you could straight up perfectly just roast them and they're still just going to be like, ha, these idiots have no idea. Which is healthy, but not healthy. No, there's yeah. some L's you gotta hold. People won't, but on, on social media, you could have the funniest response to any of these people they will just keep going and, and you, you have to learn to stop at some point exactly and you know what the other thing is too it's like it's a peak of like yeah it's such a good lesson of like how the internet's gonna be and everything because you can have a comment that has 2,000 2,000 likes and if you look at the other 40 comments people are tagging their friends and they're like read this comment teary so face. funny yeah. LMAO LMAO how would you possibly think how can you not stand back and say, maybe I'm wrong? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm fucking wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? People get too 2, serious. 2,000 people liked it. Everybody's saying LMAO. That's the other thing, too. And, and, and that's what the That's why against, if you step bro. back, I like it. You step back, and then the people, they start coming to your defense. They start fighting your battles for you. Like I said. I, that's my favorite. Uh, like I said, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. Our I fans. Love it. Yeah. The fans are loyal. Yeah, you it's know true. I mean? They come in. They come in and they fight for you. That's really what the game would be like. It's true. And when you look at it, you're like, that's where you remind yourself. You're like, this is why guys like Drake and stuff are better off just disabling the comments. Because it's like, why the fuck does Drake care? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a good feeling to know that we're at that point now where we could drop a comment. It gets a whole bunch of attraction. Mm -hmm. And once people start being negative and shitty towards us, there's a group of people that are there to defend us. There is. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, And it's just a reminder I mean, nothing has became any clearer to me um, in quarantine than it's just like, just do the work, bro. Don't worry about anything else, man. Don't worry about your marketing. Don't worry about your image. Be you in the truest way that you can be and make sure that you're working. Who, then, then, then who cares about the rest of it? Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? If you're caught up reading people's comments about how shitty your painting was, guess what you should have been doing if you're an artist is painting and not reading comments. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Because right now you're not being an artist because an artist doesn't read. Picasso didn't read his comments. They didn't exist. Do you know what I mean? Don't let the f- modern world destroy who we are as artists. Lately, too, I've been going back. Um, and I stay so conscious of it. I've been watching old movies a lot. And not to try and sound. How old? I, I hate. See, good question. Because I hate when people are like, I was watching Gone with the Wind last night. And oh, I was so old. good. It's too old. Yeah, it's too old. You're literally sharing that to Facebook to look yeah. cool. No, no, and no. I'm not trying to be cool at all. If I do Fucking not a movie, movie, a movie in 2000 is old. A movie in 2000 is old. So kind of my rule was like, I can't do anything after the 90s. <laughs> okay. But so you won't go switched, in. No, but I've switched that rule up now. You can go to the 80s. There's some cool 80s movies. In 80s movies. And man, I watched one last night that was an old, old one. And I'm like, 
Yeah, man. Like it's, what? It was Sophie's Choice. Okay, All I haven't seen that. I've heard about it. Yeah, I will watch it. So I'm like, I got to watch it. Buddy, was not what I was expecting. And can I just say, I'm not even trying to be comedic. I get it now. The Meryl Streep thing. How Meryl Streep, like, you just always hear that name. And I don't really know if I You don't I've know seen, Meryl Streep? I know who she is. Of yeah. course. And it's a household name. But I never really watched a Meryl Streep movie or anything. I think you never she, watched It's Complicated with her and Alec Baldwin? No. Dude, that's a great movie. Okay, I'll watch it. You'd like that because you like fucking romantic comedies and yeah. This Is Us and shit. Yeah. You'd fucking love that. So it's complicated. One, man, this movie... This was like watching Michael Jordan. She really is like she's a great. Beast, oh eh? yeah, she's a next level actress. Dude, she's fantastic. Holy, I watched that and I watched Gandhi too from nineteen. Oh, I remember. I seen that one with yeah. Ben Kingsley. Yeah, and I don't know why people don't talk. Ben Kingsley's a white guy. He does Mad Indian movies. More than one. I think so. And he's doing brown face. Yeah, he wasn't doing brown face. I think he's just brown. Dude, he's just got a tan. Is he? Because yeah. some of the scenes when it's summertime, Gandhi is brown. And then I'm like, oh, he's a brown guy, I kept bro. Having to look, is Ben Kingsley a brown guy? Ben, I, he's like Sir Ben Kingsley. I thought he's British as they come. Yeah, he is British as they come. But I think with a little bit of a tan, he'll pass for one of those Indian guys. There's right. Indian guys that are. Not, but no one's beeping him on that, eh? Like no, no one's trying to come back. It was a long time like, ago, and the performance was fucking magnificent. It's unbelievable. <laughs> How can you get mad? You know, holy. And no one got what? mad at Robert Downey Jr. for being a black guy. In Tropic Thunder, they did. This guy Some came back and made started. three si- fucking Iron Mans, four Iron Mans, all the Avengers. He's a, yeah, he's not enough to let it affect his career. No. And you know what? That's what I'm saying. To go back to that point is there's a large difference. And you got to know and be honest with yourself. Like, if comments are affecting you, don't read them. Yeah. You know, that's it. You cannot let these things affect you. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. People go in, no, man. I, 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 it's, oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm not saying any opinions. Do not let this reflect the opinions of the podcast. You know, I'm not trying to say trigger words and mention this name. Something positive to be taken from 6ix9ine is it is a golden example of not listening and just do it. Yeah, just doing your own. positive, whatever. I'm not saying that I agree with any of the decisions he's made or anything like that. But I certainly... Pro snitch life, I feel you. I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm not saying that at all. But I certainly do respect that this guy is just like... People want him dead. Nah, he's, well, he, he gave his point of all those guys. Fucked his, that guy fucked his wife. You know what I think, too? I think the majority of people, people who are on the streets who would be at the risk of having a snitch around them, having a rat around them, people that deal in drugs who truthfully have a right to hate rats, if you ask them about this, would be like, who? And you're like 6'9". You'd be like, oh, who cares, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's true. This is like who a cares? video game. Yeah, yeah. It's like a video. These are rappers. This is like wrestling. I'm not, I'm not try- into wrestling. The people who are rat- rattled and being like, I don't want to listen to this guy. Fuck snitches. Fuck that. It's like, yeah, dude. There's, it's, it's, there are people that are taking wrestling too seriously. You know who it is? It's fucking 15-year-old white kids. Suburban kids. Yeah, exactly. Living in the burbs. Exactly. Fuck so yeah. it's like to be really rattled and be like, nah, I don't listen to that snitch anymore. You're like, dude, it's also rap music. If you yeah, like yeah. the song and straight up that song that he dropped is fire. <laughs> that new track is. Yeah. Fuck, I haven't. I, I, I don't know it like that, but I've heard. You know it's what I mean? Great. Yeah. yeah. I know great. enough to know that it's a banger. And always, like I said, I'm sure I've said this before. At the end of the day, it's like snitch the guy's just the ultimate troll. And uh, honestly, and he's super funny. I'm not and trying to take charges like that for somebody. Funny. No. Straight the fuck up. Who's gonna kill him? He's so famous. Yeah. That like it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anything, he's gonna. It's you're just gonna help his fame now. 
Well, yeah, and anybody who actually is really wanting to risk killing a guy and going to jail. The only person is his manager. They don't care. Yeah, it's his manager, and he doesn't have... It's not like that, yeah. I don't think anybody cares enough. No. The people in jail care, probably. Yeah, well, he's not going back. He but he's not going back. It's kind of cool, too, just like... You see that a lot lately, and it goes back to what we're saying. People don't know how to hold their L's, but also just people like... You know, it was, there was post after post, major places, and just being like, this guy's done. This guy, it's over. When he comes back... He's going to have to go on witness yeah, protection. Yeah, fucking Joe Budden and, and he, those guys were saying it too. Yeah, he'll oh. have to go on witness protection. And he just came yeah, back. Yeah, he came back. Like, yeah, man. No, I didn't. I have a million people viewing. And that's the difference. No he, one's holding the L on that and being like, huh, perhaps no. perhaps the economy of hip hop has changed <laughs> slightly. You know They're how? It's like, oh, well, you guys are dumb. You didn't say no, like, you, you know, were wrong. You know how he came back and how the best way he did it? And he came in with a, a joke. He came in. Quarantine live, Dude. and he said, "Put me on your live, or I'm a snitch on you." To Tory Lanez, yeah, which is hilarious, which was hilarious, and it was one of the most bumping lives on Instagram. Yeah, that's the Dude, funniest way to come came in. Came onto his live, it's the craziest thing I've seen on live yet, and it was so funny. And he knows how funny he's being. That it's like you go onto his live. There's two girls listening to one of his tracks, making out and stuff like that. And you're like, classic. Got their hairs dyed colors. You got to wait four or five minutes. Now almost a million people are here. And this guy plays the Bad Boys theme song. <laughs> bad Boys, Bad Boys. <laughs> and he just comes in wearing chains. And I was like, literally, bro. I was watching that being like, oh, this snitch motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Literally, I was like sitting in bed high. And I was like, where the fuck? And it was 15 minutes late. And I was like. Oh, let's see what this rat has to say. I, you know what I mean? I was looking at it like that. I was swept up in it. When I heard the way that Bad Boys song sounds, that song sucks. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. When this guy walked on smirking, I was like, "Wait, so I love this guy. So he I, came I on. Was it that on his live? On his, his own live, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a million people. I'm telling you, man, you cannot look and be like, you kind of love this. He's got that <laughs> Bart Simpson mischievous. I know exactly what I'm up to. When he walked on his live, it was like being at a concert. It was the biggest intro, and he's in his bedroom. Just that song playing, and he walks on. It was just like, uh, I was like, man, this guy's in full troll mold right off the bat. People are going to flip. And I ha- I have to love that. Some people just want to watch the world burn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Fuck, you I got know? no beef with him. He fucking is doing his thing. He, he earned it all. But yeah. did you see as soon as he started posting those videos on his balcony and shit, there was a lady, some chick who the lived. The girl was like, you lived in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I would try to go hang out. Yeah. I wouldn't start filming like that. I would do that after. You go hang out. You're like, yo, what's up, neighbor? And if you're a neighbor, how are you not going to invite your neighbor that you just met over to come count my money? If 6 9 hit you up right now. Call him um, a snitch. I'd be like, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, like this. <laughs> you, you, this is what the this is what the DM says. Yo, bro, I, my friends are big comedy fans. We watch random clips. I found this clip. He finds a clip of one of your like stand up clips and stuff. I'd love to share it to my page, but if I do, you got to make a post of my latest video on your page and like you know, big me up, show that you have my back. He wouldn't ask. I have seven thousand followers. Let's just say. Let's just Imagine. Say. Are you saying yes okay. or no? Yeah, I would say yes. No problem, right? Of course. Yeah, I'll be like, you fuck it. I'll care. do it for the next week if you want. Yeah, you wouldn't care being like, yo, my boy's six nine. Yeah. I think no. about it sometimes. And you're like, yeah. Dude, we're at that course. level. We're at that. Le- we're like F-list celebrities, okay? Yeah. A fucking, a vouch D, from. Probably. We might be D or C in Canada. Okay, yeah. D may, okay. Canada. Overall. You know what I mean? Like, we have, we have a small following. I wonder what ranks celebrity, but if we're ranking it on... Our chances of getting recognized, probably D. Yeah, but if you're just talking about skill level, 
for eight. If we're talking about skill level, <laughs> you know what I mean? is it possible to get an A with three pluses? <laughs> <laughs> but if a guy like 6ix9ine came out and vouched for us right now as right. comedians, mm-hmm. we would get instant, instantly bumped up, whether Absolutely. we were good or not. Absolutely. Whether we were good or not. Mm-hmm. And we see that all the time. We do shows with Instagram comics. Yes. And sometimes, especially when they first start out, we see it go hor- like, all right, you and me go up, we do our thing, we smash for their audience, oh, they go yeah. up and they bomb. And we, we, but we, after we a while, too. there's been times where purposely, I don't even think whatever game is the game. I'll say it. But there's been times where we've been on shows with Instagram people and like a lot of people are there to see them. And me and you always talk about how we're purposely going to do extra, yeah, hard. extra hard we're to make them work extra hard. I'm yeah. going to do all of my A material. hundred percent. I'm going to work on new shit. I'm going For to sure. go up there and fucking because you're in our gym now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now. And I'm going to check honestly, you a little bit. Uh, absolutely. Up, man. It's the NBA. We're playing. We're playing an open court game. I know I can see the way you bounce the ball two seconds in, and I'm not going to not dunk on you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You came to play the game. I am going to play. I know you're not at our skill level, and I'm not going to change mine for you. Absolutely. I'm and going to run 50 points on you we, in we, front of your girl. We see them come in, and, we, and they do that shit, but they can't do what we do. The only reason they're getting laughs and maintaining the show is because they're famous. People yeah. want to laugh regardless you know what i'll go back to my original point though it's a scary thing it's a scary thing and most times when we go on stage and we start doing really really well it gets in people's heads and you can see them crumble but i will give this that is a time where ignoring when i'm saying people should hold their l's more the ones that are just like they stay delusional are the ones that pull it off when they just go like well whatever I'm better than all these comedians anyway and they go up and you just don't show that chink in your armor the second you show like maybe I'm not supposed to be on this stage the audience smells it but if you go on stage and you're like no I have a million followers even if you're not funny you just say things confidently they're happy to see you yeah but what happens is we break people's confidences sometimes do you know what for I mean? sure because co- that's the name of the game absolutely I'm gonna come in I'm gonna smash because I think personally maybe it's because we're butthurt Maybe we're just a little jealous, mm-hmm. but we've been in this for 10 years, 10 plus years. You come in after a year, you're Instagram famous, and you pack the house. Yeah. And we're good now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and you're going to give me this audience? Maybe it is better. You're yeah. going to give me this audience? And the thing I love about doing those shows is because people who come out to the, those Instagram people's pages mm-hmm. are people who follow comedy, who follow pages. They're can actively make, engaged. Can I make a recommendation? And I know y'all agree with this. To anybody listening that is an Instagram follower and thinking about doing this, just don't make yourself the headliner. Yeah, Post don't the show. make yourself exactly. I know you're going to be nervous to go on stage first, but the audience there is going to be ready to laugh at whatever because they came for you. Go on stage, do whatever your first 10 minutes of stand up is. I promise you it's going to go well. You're going to be like, this is sick. Then bring up a real comedian. He's going to knock the fucking place out. Because you, you just set, set it a up. bar and yeah. they're going to go higher. And then you go on stage, ride that wave. If you want to do another little 10-second joke in between, do it. But just don't waste any time and keep bringing up comics, letting them smash. You just had a wonderful night. Yeah, and people are like, I want to go to his show again. The difference is, yeah. is when you've been getting attention for a year straight and you have a million followers, you want that poster to be like... You want it to be like what you're you think headlining, it is. yeah. Yeah, you want it to be like I have opening acts and now I'm going up here and then this and that. It doesn't work like that, bro. You can get body bagged. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was music, like that could happen, but sure, you know, people come for a song. You could have a band that's been playing much longer. They go on. Maybe the audience just doesn't like it as much. It doesn't work like that with comedy, bro. Yeah. There's a big difference. You'll know. It's true. It doesn't work like that for music because I remember music. Uh, I went to a Kanye concert. 
mm-hmm. like maybe six years ago, mm-hmm. more than that, seven or eight years ago. Yeah. And Kendrick was opening, mm-hmm. and the theater they was filled. Nobody cared. It was they filling up. Exactly. You know what I mean? There mm-hmm. was there was some Kendrick fans who were li- listening, but the lights were on. Exactly. You know what I mean? They were exactly. filing in. But in comedy. But it's not like that. Not like that because the show's not like starting until you're in your seats and you're quiet. Yeah, and the thing is, it's really hard to fake laughter. Do you know what I mean? When real laughters came out, people can fake laughter for that first 10 minutes because they don't consciously know that they're faking laughter. Yeah, yeah. They, don't know, they really, haven't set the bar yet. Yeah. yeah, they haven't set the bar yet. Once they've really laughed, oof, you know? I miss that. I miss that feeling of telling it, a yeah. joke and just slap of the audience just coming right Man, back at you. I was you. watching like a video that I did the other day and you're like, yeah, you can just see how your timing is so sharp and stuff. And then like, you know, you know when the pop's going to hit and it's yeah. the same time every time and listening to that laugh, I actually was like replaying a pop. You know what I just mean? Where, like the face, the look on my face and it always takes a split second for them to get it and then it's like, boom, yeah, the whole face laughs at once. I was watching that like four times in repeat. That's a, that's a type of energy that you can't get anywhere else. No, and I, and it's even we hard can't, to capture we, to film. Like an art, like a musician can go to his room and just jam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get that release. What are we going to do? Stand in a room and tell jokes to? You know what I mean? No, we yeah. need. And the Zoom is not by any means. No, a that's bullshit. For no, it, for sure. that shit sucks. Um, yeah, not at all. This guy just walks in. Julian just walks in and stares at us. He looks like the kid in Moonlight looking for something in the fridge. You see that movie? <laughs> <laughs> like this guy just looks like he just came in. It's like a kid just like he just walked in the room to tell us that he threw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's, he's in from Whippy. He's only allowed out once a week. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah no, I like it. I like that you come here and then you use up your days right away. Because as soon as the new week starts, you come. What's the new week? Yeah. Because he doesn't wait for the good days. What day is today? Tuesday. You, you should come on a Friday or Saturday. I don't know. It's just the city's more bumping. You think so? What difference, what difference does it make right this now? Weekend, this weekend, uh, Saturday and Friday night, I was driving around because yeah. of this shit. It was bumping. It was like, yeah, and didn't you see all the trouble that they got in for that bumping? From who? Six months comments? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good time that weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are taking shits in backyards and shit. That's so funny. Do you know what I think? Bullshit. What? Bullshit. About what? About the Trinity Bellwoods thing. They're like, and now these people are taking oh, yeah. shits on our lawn and stuff. Let me explain something to you. Because the ba- bathrooms are closed. I'm actually going to defend those people. Because the bathrooms are closed, they were taking shit everywhere. Okay, because the bathrooms are closed, you might have actually just destroyed my argument right off the bat. Yeah. So I didn't have to <laughs> remove the mic. <laughs> but I will say this. Those people love nothing more than canceling people, putting people on blast. How many people were filming? Look at all the people here. Look at all the people there. You guys love nothing more. But they were there. Than hating something and capturing on camera. So if these people really were walking around pissing and shitting, they were. There, you know the whole houses on the side. So who got it on video? Why is nobody trying to film? It was that? just well, they got. Those are the type of people that would be the number one people to be like, look at this. No, it's just homeowners. Six Buzz would love to share that. No, because it was homeowneries that mm-hmm. all on that side. Conspiracy. It's fake news. Nah, it's a I lie. believe. No, I believe one hundred percent people. Dogs, dude. That's dog shit. There's t- they were. The first day people were out in the park, there was like 10,000 people there. I guarantee people were getting shit-faced because it was the first day out. Out in the open? Yeah. they were shitting, they're shitting in a bush. No, they were so shitting on the side of people's houses. Shit, you're not go digging for You're it. not out in the open. They're literally in the alley between people's houses. So one, why did one lady, make a video One lady it? got... She was, she called like she was on CB24. She got the only reason she found out is because she heard her kids screaming from the window, and she looked at what the kid was looking at, and she looked outside, and there was three chicks take squatting outside and just 
full on pissing and the little kid's just screaming, watching it happen. Why would he scream? <laughs> I guess he was a little kid. He was just a little kid. You know what I mean? He wasn't horny yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even about horny. It's still just funny. It's still for sure. That what do you do? You go out there. That's fucking. You can get in trouble for that. That's exposing yourself in front of a kid in a window. Dude, you get in trouble you for can. that. You can. But, that, but, but at the risk of sounding bad, all I'm saying is, I rather raise. If my four-year-old son looked out the window, and saw three girls squatting down peeing, I rather raise my kid to come find me, not because he's scared, but because I'm missing something hilarious. <laughs> that's you know what I mean. If that kid knew to just—that's a confident kid. No, that's that kid's probably screaming. He's probably like eight, six years old, and he just sees random drunk. They weren't even like Bro, you, even they were two, drunk. Even at two, my kid would still know like what's going on here. And then if he saw them all peeing, nah, a drunk vibe. Laugh? A drunk vibe You're is right, different. A drunk vibe is scary. It's different because it comes at you like a fly. You don't know what angle it's gonna come at. Yeah, the fucking and they're all like Bleh. yeah, all over the place, dude. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary. Especially drunk white girls. I feel those mushrooms, even from that little bite that I took. Oh, yeah, you took that. What yeah. are you feeling now? Nervous, because I don't like taking mushrooms right now. But I like doing You always say you don't like doing it for the podcast. Then you just ate them. Because li- <laughs> this is what I said. I, <laughs> I like, didn't even eat them. I em. like doing it for the podcast. I don't like it for the four hours that's going to follow after this. Uh, you know oh, you go paint and but fucking... I go paint, but I still... I paint, but I'm still just like... I get too into my head right now. Did we talk about on the podcast? You're back... Your last podcast, you weren't you were being sober or completely clean because of uh, Ramadan. Yeah, but I'm still sober, but I just didn't jerk off. For and now all you are Ramadan. Yeah, I did. Oh, and it Congrats. was, uh, <laughs> it was a, a rush of um, guilt. Guilt, dude. Let, put it this. What way. do you feel guilty the about? First nut that I busted. Okay. Usually, I bust in a sock. I, I <laughs> really? To, I had to find <laughs> actually. I had to find a hoodie. The you, load was so heavy. You busted. And, and you think that I could throw that back into the? If you think I could throw that back into the hamper, you've lost your mind. Because I had to hang it outside because it looked like I dropped it in glue. That's okay. When I brought it back inside, hilarious. I cracked it into four pieces and I threw it out. Dude, you That's, actually jerk off in a sock though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's so because, funny. I didn't think people actually do that. No, I don't actually jerk off into the sock. But where people would usually have a tissue, I keep a sock. Everything you're gonna do with the tissue, I use. I do with the sock. Why are you wasting tissues? Bro? But then you reuse the sock. I get extra horny that I know I'm doing. Good or is it the same the sock? Is that sock crispy as fuck? No, no, no. It's so that sock, <laughs> and then that sock goes in the hamper. Okay. Am I gonna tell you that on on a hot week right now, post Ramadan, that's not gonna sound like a bunch of pretzels? Is this a sock that you haven't? You've already worn. Yeah, a sock that I've already worn. Disgusting. Your dick deserves better than that. A sock that I've already <laughs> worn. And then I'm not gonna get brand new socks to bust into. You know? Oh, that's so funny. But I do dream of a day that I could have individual towels every time. You know? Just go to a hotel. No, like Dollarama, you can still buy like little towels. And I did do it for one point, <laughs> but then it was way grosser. Because I bought nice white towels and I was like, you know what? Every time I jerk off, I'm gonna jerk off in this towel and feel fancy, right? <laughs> and I did it one week and then at the end of the week I was doing laundry and there's just like six orange towels in there and they were white to start you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's so funny. <laughs> it's just brutal. You don't need that shit. No. That's fucking. But yeah, hard. no, that was uh, for real. Like, it, it was just it's a weird experience. I, I I will do it again next year, but I highly recommend it. That just like I read on it was a challenge, bro. I forgot where I forgot what movie this was from. If you're gonna use a sock, they said to put a banana inside of it mm-hmm. and then put it in the microwave. Yeah, but I don't use the sock like you know, like I'm not putting, <laughs> right. I'm not putting the sock on. It's just like I'm using it just to like bust and then like you know that's it. In the sock, and you'd be surprised, honestly. Like, 
Yeah, it's you know you put the you fold the sock up, and put it back in the, <laughs> and I, I put it back into the thing, and it's not like as sticky as it sounds. Oh my god! If you know what I'm gonna get you for Christmas, I'm gonna buy you a pack of socks that are cum socks and only use them for cum. You can't wear them on your feet. Okay. Don't disrespect your dick like that. What kind of socks will they be? Just whatever they are, they'll be better than two day worn you, socks that you just jerked off into. Especially <laughs> right now, if I wear socks, I'm wearing socks for like an hour to leave the house. Other than that, I'm walking around barefoot, right? But you keep using the same sock. Who cares? Are you one of those guys that if you when you're done with a sock, you stuff it in the shoe and you're like, I'll use this as my shoe sock later? Absolutely not. No? No, I take pride in putting on a fresh sock and I kind of separate it from like the times that you need it. You know, but if I go home, if I go out and like I'm out all day, I put on socks, I'm out all day for like six hours. When I come home, I'll switch that sock. I don't walk around. I love. I rock one pair of socks all day unless I did some hard work. (laughs) Why? What? What's so funny? Oh, (laughs) yeah. I like when you said jerked off and that just got Julian going. And I honestly, I missed it. I haven't. I missed fucking. Having a full comedy club, and we're doing the fucking podcast, and you tell a story about jerking off, and in the background, all you hear is Beavis and Butthead starting. But bro, you <laughs> know so what it good. was? It was like literally, I'm telling you when I say I was coming for eight seconds, I'm not exactly. That's too long. That'll give you a fucking seizure, exactly. bro. And for four seconds, I was like, oh, oh, so good. And then the next four seconds, I was like, wasn't worth it. <laughs> That's too rushed, long. I was rushed through the guilt. That's too long of an orgasm, dude. You, know, you want to know what I'm doing now? What I learned from it? I'll tell you what. Porn's the issue. Porn is the issue, and that's what's affecting my brain. Okay? What do you mean? And people need to recognize when, like, man, if you're watching porn every day, that's fucking awful. Were you watching porn every day? Of course. I Even during when you weren't jerking off? I wasn't jerking off. But you no, still no, watch no, no, it? No, 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 no. no that's, that's just what mean saying. to yourself. No, that's what I'm saying. For the whole month, too, I didn't watch any porn. So when I came back, and I felt like I had such a pure month, bro, the day prior to that, you know what I mean? I was, like, reading Gary Vee's book and <laughs> You know what I mean? And the second you bust, you just become a different person, for better or for worse. I was also going down a lot of very dark, dark paths. Holes. I will tell you about off camera. Um, I don't even want to know. You actually legitimately don't. Okay, yeah, don't okay? tell me. <laughs> but I was doing some really dumb things, and then, um, but it sounds worse than it is. Get you in it's trouble just, type things? Yeah, I was getting in trouble. Yeah, that's not but good. It sounds, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. Sounds so bad. Yeah, that sounds bad. But it's like just yeah, but um, yeah, because I don't know. You feel this like. Anyways, long story short, when it came back, I just realized, yeah, it's the, uh, the porn that I got to cut out. So I was realistic, and uh, it was May 2-4. It was Eve. I broke. I watched porn. I jerked off. I w- gave in to all those temptations. I'm going to continue jerking off, but the next seven days until June starts, the last dance. That's it. I'm watching all my favorite porns. I'm going back to LimeWire. So I'm <laughs> literally made a list of like, I got to make sure to bust a nut to that one in the next seven days because I'm telling you, it's done. I'm literally, and I think everybody should do it. I'm going back. The ones, I'm, uh, if I remember, I have a note in my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember jerking off when I was 16. The first porn I saw. I'm going to that's, that's That's too much. I'm going to all of it. <laughs> I'm going to knock them all off the list. It's the last dance. Jerry told me he's not coming back in June. I said, if you're not coming back, I'm not playing. Okay? Am I still going to come? Absolutely. Did Am you I still s- going to jerk off? 100%. But the porn, it's over. Did you see the meme for episode 10, for 11 and 12 of the last dance? <laughs> <laughs> episode 11 was him in a wizard's jersey and episode 12 was him standing with the charlotte hornets it's so good that's amazing yeah, yeah they really because they ended on such a high note they i know yeah. and i thought they were gonna do i thought i would have loved to when see we them saw the back. championships end 
in episode nine, I was like, sick. Episode 10 is going to be all about the wizards. <laughs> I swear. Nothing. I was like pumped. They're not even going to mention that. Yeah, I thought, I was like, what a Because it'll, it'll deflate him being the goat. He's not going to allow that to happen. No. He's not going to allow that. No. Happen. No way. way. And I was like, can you imagine? That's the true story is that we see the rise and fall. I just remember him jumping, diving for a ball against the Raptors and, or during the All-Star game and just smashing his chin on the ground. Can you imagine giving Scotty so Pippen vivid. the interview opportunities? Every time they cut to Scotty during that whole thing, he looked like he looked like there were six bullies staring at him. And he was like, well, Michael told me not to, so I should have listened to Michael. Oh, buddy, these guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Michael, like, can you imagine yo, if they had an episode about Washington and stuff? Scotty would have a smirk on his face where he'd be like, didn't really go too well for Michael. <laughs> a lot of these guys are scared of him. No kidding. Dude, you can see it. Man. It's hilarious. Dude, Scotty Pippen, big time. Big time. Scotty Pippen, when he was on TV for the rest of anytime answering questions about the Bulls, I've been looking at old interviews, and he has the exact same swag and demeanor as Ja Rule when he was doing interviews and 50 Cent wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like during that whole beef when Ja would sometimes go on and 50 wouldn't be there, and he'd be like, You know, I'm holding it down. And people were like, No, you're not. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're letting this guy walk all over you. That's same thing where Scotty would be like, you know, one time we were playing a game and like, Scotty, come on. Would you say that if Mike was here? I wouldn't say that if Michael was here. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, Scotty. No, Jesus. I wouldn't. He did get fucked, though. That guy should have got a lot more money. He than did. He but at the same it. time, too, man, if we can end it on anything, stay positive. Positive energy speaks fucking yeah, he must be getting miles. We're not least. talking about anything physical when we say we're not trying to fat shame. We're saying stop the fat energy. Yeah, Scotty true. Pippen has fat girl energy. <laughs> Scotty Pippen's, I just thought I said to keep it in the freezer. <laughs> I didn't want to wake up Michael. I'm just tired. Well, at least he's probably... I could try and play through a headache. <laughs> he's probably energy. He's probably getting at least $1,500 an episode. No kidding. You know what I mean? So Man up, Scotty Pippen. You got a fucking mansion in a pool. Do you know what I'm saying? Stop getting caught up in real life and go smash That's some horrors, That's fucking bro. hilarious. Okay, we should wrap this up. Shout out to our sponsors, Astro Pink. This is fun. This is a classic. This Remind me great. of the weekly wrap up six years ago where we did ten minutes. We did. 10 Can minutes. you believe we just talked for an hour and thirty minutes? I <laughs> and we will next week. Fuck. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, Shout out to the Astro corner Pink. for letting us do this here. Shout out to Astro Pink, Paul Thompson, I'm Natish. Um, we'll see you guys soon. Hopefully, this shit ends and we can do it live again. Hopefully, but we'll be here doing it every week until then. Okay. Be good. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Love you. Bye.